It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go, Wizards fans. The Washington Wizards get a big win over the Toronto Raptors, 119-108. Kyle Kuzma leads the way in points with 30 points, starts the game off with 10 points. But we're going to talk about a question here. Should DeLon Wright start for the rest of the season? Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's go, Wizards fans. The Washington Wizards beat the Toronto Raptors 119-108. to The Wizards are now 30-32. and They are now tied with the Toronto Raptors for the ninth spot. Um, they are, the Raptors are 31-33, and so a huge win for the Washington Wizards. Kyle Kuzma leads the way with 30 points, started the game off with 10 points, 10-0. DeLon Wright had a big game with 11 assists. Daniel Gaffer with 18 points. Chris Tass with 25. So other guys stepped up huge tonight. Um, a couple questions I have for you for the game. Uh, DeLon Wright with 11 assists tonight. Also, uh, he just had a great all-around game. Had a good game last uh, the other night against the Hawks as well. Seven points and six boards. Just a good all-around game. Plus five and three steals. Just a stat sheet stuffer. 
Um, also, Kuzma dominating tonight. But my questions for you are, do you feel like DeLon Wright should start for the rest of the season? Um, do you think that would be better for the Wizards? And also, uh, how dominant of a performance was it Was it for Kyle Kuzma tonight? Well, first question, man. These are good questions, too, man. Um, yes, he should. You know, if you look at DeLon, man, his stat line, 7.6 rebounds. Six rebounds for point guard, 11 assists. Um, his defense has been superior this year. His leadership on the second unit. You know, his three-point shot's been dropping. And now 11 assists. Yeah, he needs to start, man. I, I'm a, you know, we, me, we both of us have been a big uh, proponent of this tall lineup this year. You know, Gaffer, KP, with Kuz at the three, and Bill at the two. But DeLon, I think it's that final piece, man. This is the lineup I like. This is it. Yeah, he definitely needs to start over Monte. You know, nothing against Monte, man. You know, he he came in, you know, he really settled into that role of starting point guard, you know, but the defense has been that one part of Monte Morris's game that he lacks. You know, he's, he's a smaller guard, so when he goes, you know, when he goes against those bigger guards like the SGAs, man, the, you know, the you know the, the the guards with a little bit of wingspan, he struggles, man. DeLon, man, the defense is on point. I'm telling you, yeah, he needs to start. Yeah, he needs if I if I'm uh, West, I'm starting him for the rest of the year, easy, and I'm letting Monte run the second unit. Um, getting to Kuz, man, wow, what a performance! What a performance from Kyle Kuzma, man. I mean, 10-0 run by himself, four for four. I mean, he was just he came out shooting. I mean, he just came out with that energy. He was electric. I mean, I like what I see of him. The only negative, man, and I'm I, I know some of y'all are gonna get on me is shot volume. Now that's my only negative. You know. 10 for 24. If you look at the uh, Bradley Bill, 5 for 14, for 15 points. And KP had 25 points, but he shot 8 for 12. Now, I know he was seven free throws, but, you know, the shot by him, you know, when he's hitting them, man, it's all lovely. But sometimes he's a little quick on the trigger, and he can be a little, you know, quick to, to chuck the ball up, man. But I'm not even mad at night because 30 points. I mean, he he was a man on the mission tonight. That 6'10 uh, frame can drive the lane anytime he wants. You know, his aggression is just, you know, he's he's on point, man. You know, you know, like I said, the only negative was shot by him, but this starting unit, man. Let's let's go ahead and get some love to Gaff. Yo, Gaff, man, his game is really starting to come around, man. I mean, he's a aggressive, he's slamming the ball on people. You know, he's got attitude, man. <laughs> I mean, I love what I see from Gaff, man. Yes, he deserves that extension. For what I've seen this set um for the better half of this season, he deserves it. You know, he his game has really evolved. Now, I get it. It's the modern-day NBA where, you know, you like your center to be a threat behind the arc. So he's kind of an old-school center. But you cannot deny the energy that he has in the, in the paint, man. I mean, he is killing people in the paint. I mean, it's just impressive. So the starting unit, man, outstanding. You know, this starting five together with DeLon running point, this is the lineup I want to see driving towards the playoffs, man. This is what I want them to play. Now, looking at the second unit, man, Kispert – he played decent, 10 points. You know, he was, you know, he had good moments. Denny, now, at first glance, you're going to say six points. But, you know, if you're expecting 10, 15, 20 points out of Denny on a night-to-night basis, you're going to be waiting for a minute. His calling card is defense, vision, setting people up, and he showed that tonight. His vision and his defense is his calling card in this show. You know, he was just – so I like what I saw from this team. Now, uh, Goodwin, five points, but Goodwin was Goodwin, man. You know, his, his energy, his defense – the only negative guy tonight, I'm going to get on him, but he only played four minutes, mind you. But three points from Kendrick Nunn, man. You know, he's they got to give him at least give more minutes. He's got to be more consistent. But 
you know, the biggest catalyst or the biggest issue we had with the second unit was the lack of a score. And, you know, coming over from the Lakers, man, you know, Rui's gone. So we need him to pick up that pace. And, you know, while Kisper does provide a, a scoring punch off the bench, Denny's too inconsistent scoring-wise to really de- be dependent on to really be that guy on the second unit. So I, I'm looking more from none, man. But, bro, overall, beautiful victory. We beat 18. We should beat. They're in our way. You know, we just came off a win off the Hawks. Look, we go out here and we knock them off again. We cooking. We definitely cooking with Greece, man. So, now nah, I love what I see- saw from this team tonight, man. Yeah, this is a huge win tonight, man. A huge win for the playoff or playing uh, 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 implications and playoff implications. Uh, Kuz, say what you want about Kuz on the side selection and, and some of the tough shots that he takes. Um, he started the game off aggressive and started off 10-0. to zero. He had some big shots and was getting downhill. Took advantage of the mismatches that he had against Precious Achua. Some, sometimes he matched up against Chris Boucher or other bigs like Poto. Um, he took advantage of that. Even against Siakam, he was getting downhill. And he took a huge uh, charge down the stretch. The Raptors challenged it. Um, you know, he put his body on the line. That was that was a huge, huge uh, a stop for the Wizards that they needed uh, down the stretch when the Raptors were they were kind of they were rallying back. They hit a couple threes. They were coming back, and you know the Wizards. You know, we're known for losing leads and losing big leads. We took care of business and, and took care of this one at home. Um, but Delon Wright, man, he he really has been an X factor. Him and Daniel Gafford, we don't win this game without these guys. Uh, Daniel Gafford finishing strong, finishing lobs. Um, getting some some key rebounds for us as well with five boards tonight. Want to see some more boards from him. He was a plus 12 tonight. Um, him running the floor, his energy, uh, setting screens, rolling to the basket. He's just been huge the, the past couple games. Uh, DeLon Wright, man, just being a pest. Uh, 11 assists tonight, man. He stepped up and has been facilitating, getting guys open shots, getting downhill. Uh, three steals, just doing the dirty work. Six boards, playing really good defense on Fred Van Vliet. And other guys, Fred Van Vliet, he struggled to shoot the three tonight. He was two for 11 from the three-point line. And that was due to the Wizards' defense, and DeLon Wright was a part of that. Jordan Goodwin was a part of that as well. He got the defensive player uh, of the game belt. Uh, I thought he was a, a big part of that as well. Uh, West played zone down a stretch, and it, it did work out this game. Sometimes it hasn't, but playing zone, it did work out this game against the Raptors. Um, just a good all-around effort from the team. And, and Porzingis was huge tonight, too, as well, down the stretch. Um, you saw he was matched up against Van Vliet at one time. Uh, pass the ball out the back to Brad, and Brad just gave it right back to Porzingis because, you know, that's basically a foot and height difference, and Porzingis went up and just hit a, a backboard uh, banking uh, post shot. Um, so a good all-around effort. We saw the urgency. That's what we've been begging for. There's been so much inconsistency with this team. I, you could just kind of tell they knew um, the implications for this team for this game. That it was a huge game. They they knew the standings. They knew that they needed this one, and they came out there and played played like it. It was not a letdown game that we've seen this team have uh, before many times uh, in the past. Uh, Kisper, he was a plus 19. He had a couple shots that they needed. Uh, he had two threes tonight. And uh, he was good finishing in, in, in the fast break and transition tonight as well. He had a couple uh, tough layups. I know Denny, his offensive game has been erratic. You know, he's been very up and down. But I think we know roles for guys. His role, he had a huge block. I can't remember who he blocked. but he had a, And he had a nice alley-oop to Gaffer. He had some really nice passes tonight, too. Um, he's playing in his role, which is being a defensive stopper, um, getting guys open shots, being a connector, rebounding the ball. He's been rebounding his, he's been rebounding the ball really, really well as of late, uh, nine boards had 13 boards against the Hawks. So we know his role, even if he's not shooting the ball well, he's coming in there and he's, he's impacting the game other ways. Um, but yeah, they just had a sense of urgency, you know, and Brad didn't have a great scoring game, but he contributed in other ways. So guys stepped up in their roles. Uh, the solid three or strong three, 
Everybody stepped up tonight. Uh, Kispert, Denny, yeah, none. He's been he's been inconsistent. Didn't get many minutes. Um, and they did a solid job on, on Siakam as well. Siakam's been known to be a Wizards killer. So this was a huge game all around for the Wizards. Um, they shot the ball well from the three point line. They rebound the ball well. And the the Raptors are they're they're a, they're a, a scrappy team. They're known for forcing turnovers. The Wizards were able to push the pace and control the game the whole game. Um, and they didn't get too ahead of themselves or, or too erratic and turn the ball over. So this this was a good all around win for the Wizards. I was I was impressed with the effort tonight. Man, look, I tell you, man, Toronto's scrappy. Like you said, they are a scrappy team, man. And I pity the fool to plays them in the first round, man. <laughs> I'm trying to tell <laughs> if, you, man. If they even make it. Yeah, I mean, they, they I mean they've been playing well. So they, you know, just, just like us, man, they're they're trying to climb the, the reach that sixth seed, man. But getting back to Kuzma, man. You know, yeah, he can be known to be a high volume shooter, but that's the name of the game for guys who are very aggressive. You know, aggressive scorers are going to shoot the ball, so I'm not really upset about that. Now, I know there's there are some people that don't like that portion of his game. I don't mind it, man. As long as if it, the if his shot's not dropping, he contributes in other ways, and he lets you know KP and Bill kind of step up and be that you know that, that scoring factor. But I have no problem with it, man. I like his aggression. Um, other factors tonight, man. They shot the ball with proficiency as a team. Three-point percentage, 46.7%. Field goal percentage, 51.2. And they pushed the pace a little bit, 16 fast break points. So they were moving the ball, man. We, we've been saying this all year long. We said it in the offseason. One of the things we expected was the pace to be faster and for them to be more proficient from the field. And when you see that factors, especially with ball moon being fluid, they win. You know, you see wins with this team. So, no, nah, I'm very impressed. This is a good win, man, because we needed this win. We needed to come out and punch them in the mouth, and we did that, man. We came out, and we came out swinging, man. And we this is a good win. Now, you know, obviously we're going to play them coming up, uh, you know, Saturday, man. So we know how to play them. So that is another must win. You know, you look at the schedule, man. We got some, you know, we got Milwaukee. We got, the 70, you know, the 76ers coming up, and they're, they're legit, man. So, you know, these are the games we need to win if we want to go into these matchups with the Milwaukee's, the Boston's, the Phillies, and really strike it to them, man. But this is a good win, man. I love what I saw tonight. This is, I mean, nothing bad to say. So, mm -hmm. yeah, and you can see how they're regarding Brad because Nick Nurse, he's known for calling boxing ones on Steph Curry in the finals and just coming up with weird kind of defensive schemes. You saw they were doubling Bradley Bill. Uh, they were doing their best to get the ball out of his hands. And, you know, when you do that, other guys get opportunities. Kuz is going to have to shoot the ball. He's going to get more opportunities. If they're going to focus on Bill like that, so much, then Kuz has to be aggressive. So that's why I don't have problems sometimes with him taking some tough shots. And he took a couple heat, heat check shots, and he was he was hot. You know, sometimes there's games where Brad's not hot and, and Kuz is hot, or where Porzingis is just, just not his night and it's Bill's night. So, and that's the luxury of having three guys who can really fill it up and score. So um, it just wasn't it wasn't Brad's night really scoring the ball because they, they made a point to take him out the game. And Kuzma stepped up huge tonight, and Porzingis stepped up as well. So. Uh, but we're going to get to uh, X-Factor and player of the game, defensive player of the game, and then we're going to get to comments. Uh, but before we do that, tonight's episode is brought to you by Nissan. Nissan's most electric player of the week is brought to you by the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. Kyle Kuzma has been my player of the week. It's really between him and Bradley Bill. Uh, Bradley Bill had a great game against the Hawks, but, but Kuzma had 28 against the Hawks, and he had 30 tonight. Led the way with 10 points coming out. Um Kuz was just really dominant in that first half. Ten points, finished the game with with thirty points. Um, so I, that's why I feel like he de deserved. He was electric from the three point line with four threes, thirty points, brilliant, brilliantly fearless 
with taking the charge in the clutch for the Wizards. Fiercely elegant and stunningly powerful as well. Um, the, the car, uh, the Nissan Aria delivers on duality, combination of fierceness and elegance. Beautiful but strong is the perfect SUV crossover. The 2023 Nissan Aria packs pin you to your seat power and premium intelligence all in one EV. The all new, all electric 2023 Nissan Aria, the EV for people who love to drive. Shop now at NissanUSA.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. All right, so who are your X factors for this game? Uh, I know it's a tough one. You know, you got Delon, you got Gaff. There's a couple guys you could throw in there. Man, I'm gonna do a shout out real quick, man. You know, if you look at even from the tip, Bradley Bill lent the way to Kyle Kuzma and let the offense roll through him, and that's what you I wanted. I, that's what I wanted to see this year, man. He's more successful when he kind of steps back, and he, be, you know, he's that scorer. You know, he you know, has a passing ability. So the fact that he let the offense roll through at times Kuzma and, and or KP is a shout-out. X-Factors, man, defensive belt, got to roll a good one, man. I'm going to roll with it. You know, it's easy to say DeLon, but I, I believe he had it. He had to pass it off. So um, I'm going to roll a good one, man. Um, player of the game, got to go with Kuz. I mean, like I said, he was aggressive. Um, but, again, you know, you can even look at KP. KP coming back. And contributing 25 points. So it, it, it's tough, man, because this is truly a, a team victory, man. You know, everybody other than the bench. But even I, and I'm not going to say the whole bench, man. You know, Denny provided, you know, good win. It's just, I'm looking at none. And even then, four minutes. But nah, man, overall, beautiful, beautiful team victory. Yeah, defensive player of the game or defensive, but I would say DeLon. I thought he did a good job on, on Fred Van Vliet. We also did a good job on Gary Trent Jr. as well. He had four points. He's been a known Wizards killer as well. Um, so I thought overall there was a, the Wizards did a solid job defensively. I think they're like, they have a really good record where they keep teams under 111 points. Um, I heard that in the, the Kuzma interview after the game on the broadcast. Um, so I'm going with, with DeLon. My X factors, man, I'm going to have to go with co X factors, DeLon and Gaff, man. Gaff was just huge finishing around the rim. He finished everything around the rim with dunks, alley oops. Um, his energy has been unmatched as well as of late. Um, eight for 10 from the field. 18 points, five boards, uh, one block, and a plus 12. DeLon was a plus five, uh, seven points, 11, six, 11 assists, six rebounds, and three steals. He's just been a pass, and he's been a great facilitator. Uh, and he's been a little bit more aggressive offensively as well. Not He scored seven, which is not a lot, but uh, he had a really good take down the stretch in the fourth quarter as well. Yeah, I mean, he controls the pain, man. He is finishing with power. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just I, I love what I see from Gav, man. So, yeah, I mean. I, I forgot about that. Now I'm gonna have to piggyback off you, man. I'm gonna go fuck up too. But I mean, defensive belt. I think the, I, the reason I chose Goodwin is because you know they pass it off. But 
yeah, I mean, you can roll with DeLon, man, because if you look at his stat line tonight, and uh, what was it, three steals, and even KP, you know, looking at defensive-wise, KP, one steal, three box. Now, you know, we talked about it a little bit. The, why I was hesitant with KP is because, look, Dacapoto kind of did his thing tonight. So, <laughs> you know, I was kind of hesitant to give him, but, you know, look, man, again, I hate to beat a dead horse, man, but this is the, the complete team victories you want to see, man. You know, this is the team basketball at its finest, and this is where we want this team to be, you know, so I love it. Yes, sir, man. We gave Gaff a, a tough time in the beginning of the year. I think he's got comfortable coming into his own. He's looking like the Gaff from the 2020 season when the Wizards made the playoffs in that last stretch uh, where Gaff just went on to tear. Um, so we're going to get a quick word from Brandon. We're going to get to some of you guys' comments. We see a lot of comments in there. Yes, sir. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Looking for a delicious treat? But don't want all of the fat and calories? Then you got to try Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me and you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then, man, I got the thing for you. You got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Bill does it, but these bars taste like candy bars while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they're healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Bill bars at Bill.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Wally World today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Bilt Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in, grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie, batter, and churro. And you can thank me later. Bilt Bar. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. So, let's roll with some comments. Kick it off, John Piner. What's going on, man? What a game by the landlord. That man was hooping his tail off. A plus. Absolutely, man. I mean, like like we both said, man, he was a man on a mission tonight, man. <laughs> I mean, he's just, what can you say? I love what I see from him, especially going to an extension year. This is the progression you want to see in this game. You know, him really confident and really running the paint, man. Dunking in people's faces and yelling, mm-hmm. yes, sir. That's what I want to see. Yep. Yeah, and guys are getting open shots for him. Looks like DeLon, right, he's getting to the paint with 11 assists. Bradley Bill giving him lobs. Denny, Denny threw a beautiful lob to Daniel Gaff. He threw a lob in a half court, and he threw a lob to Gaff on a fast break as well. Um, there was a time where the, the Raptors, they missed the fast break alley-oop, and then we went on the other side and finished with Gaff. So Gaff, uh, he, he's been a huge X factor. The last game against the Hawks, he was huge getting a double-double. Uh, and tonight he was huge finishing the run room. So I got to tip my cap to Daniel Gafford. He really has he really has improved, and he's been able to stay out of foul trouble. He stayed in shape. I remember there were times where he was always getting gassed and winded quickly, and he was always staying in foul trouble. He hasn't made any silly mistakes, silly fouls. He's catching the ball, um, playing strong, not getting pushed around. So, yes, A++ uh, for Daniel Gafford. Absolutely. Love what I saw from him, man. Uh, let's see. The Marcy. Kuz is like hot ice cream. His percentage keeps staying low with most attempts. 
happy for his thirty with forty percent. But the guy would never win any series of playoffs for. Ah, I think we but we kind of just already touched base on this, man. I get it, man. The volume can be frustrating at times, but when we're losing, you know, when 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 he's when it's dropping, man. Look, <laughs> it drops, and you know, with his size, with his ability to drive the lane with ease, you know, with aggressive scores, man, you're going to see that volume, man. Not that I'm comparing him to MJ or Kobe. I'm not trying to, but if those are kind of my examples. If you look at, you know, MJ and Kobe, man, they were high-profile scores. They, you know, there's always high volume, man. So that's just the nature of these these type of players, man. You know, he's a scorer, so you're going to see a lot of volume. So I had no problem with it. Yeah, um, they needed him to score tonight. Like I said, with the Raptors and Nick Nurse, they made a point to take Brad out the game. Um, and I thought they did a good job of that, making it tough for Brad to score. Um, score Brad did miss a couple bunnies, and he missed a free throw. He missed, like, two layups from what I remember. Um, but Kuz, he, they, they needed his aggression. They needed him be, They needed him to be aggressive. He came out there and did that. Um, he just set the tone for tonight with aggression and getting to the basket. So uh, we need Kuz to score. And I know, yeah, the percentages are not going to look pretty. He, he is erratic. He's going to have – he can have a 30-point game and then have a 10-point game the next night. That's just how things go with Kuz. Um, you know, even the Hawks game, we needed that 28 points. Even though he went 10 for 28, we needed those points. But that was 28 points, we would not have won that game against the Hawks. So I get it. I get people's frustration, but um, – they they need that aggression from Kuz and Kuz is a Kuz is a great scorer. He's a great all around player. So uh, we needed we needed his thirty tonight, and he he came through and he stepped up to the challenge tonight. Yes, he did, man. <laughs> uh, let's see, Joseph Cobb, man. Can we say the more this team plays together, the better they get? This was a dominant win. Can we get some credit? Especially Kuz has Kuzma has Kuzma earned his money yet to the haters? Well, I mean. <laughs> Man, how do I respond to this? Um, he's gonna get that bag regardless. But I mean, if you compare him to his Laker days, completely different player. You know, he, he was a role player in LA. This is the guy who's a I believe is a, a building block for this franchise. You know, he came in this franchise as, you know, like I said, a, a young role player and developed into a complete player, man. Yeah, we like I said, we were just talking about the volume. I get it, but I mean, I'd rather have him on my team than play against him, to be honest with you, because Man, his with his frame, with his ability to drive the lane, and really, I mean, he's he's hitting some tough shots, man. That some of these shots, not your average guy can hit. I mean, you know, you look at some some of these guys who hit those crazy shots, like your Dame Lillard. And I'm not trying to compare him to Dame Lillard, man, because he's just on a whole other planet. But you know, he he's evolved into a really good basketball player, man, a really good scorer. So I like what I see from Kuz. Yeah, I have no problem with him staying long term, man. I have no problem with that. Yeah, I mean, the management and the, the, the owner, they've already made up their minds. So uh, I, I think Kuz is, he's had a heck of a season. He had a really good year last year, and he's, he's playing good ball right now. Uh, yeah, he has earned more than $20 million. He's definitely going to get that for sure. You look at guys like John Collins. John Collins has, what, $23, $24 million a year, and he's played better than John Collins this year. So uh, I think he's definitely deserving. I think he's earned it. Um, now, is, is it in the best – what's his best interest? Um We'll see. We'll see. We've seen we've seen the Wizards sign guys to big contracts that it hasn't worked out. But um, I'm optimistic with Kuz. I think the the Wizards really want him to be back. They've already made up their minds because they didn't trade him. So I mean, there, there's nothing else we can really do. But Kuz, Kuz is playing good ball right now. I'm, I'm impressed. There were there were some times of the beginning of the season where he was playing at an All Star level. He really was. So um, 
to all the haters. Yeah, Kuz does have a lot of he does have some haters out there. So Kuz, I'm, I'm I was impressed with Kuz tonight. He played he played his butt off. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't mind him being long term because we know what they're going to do. You know, we know what their vision is as a franchise, the front office. So I mean, we can have our opinions about retools, rebuilds, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're going to do what they want to do. And right. if this, if this is a core that I'm going to have to sport. I don't know. It, it could be worse. I mean, I, I, they're, they're fun to watch. I, you know, am I a little hesitant to, you know, because looking at contracts, man, we're going to have to pay the bag to K, uh, Kuz, man. And, mm-hmm. you know, looking at KP, man, and wanting him to be here long term. So we're going to have to pay to play, you know. So mm-hmm. how they go forward with that, especially with uh, Gaffer's contract extension and, you know, Monte and, and um and uh, DeLon, man. So, yeah, it, it is what it is. But they are fun to watch. And when they play as a team, man, I have no problem with it. Yeah. So. And Cruz is a vocal leader. He's clutch as well. Oh, much needed leadership. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he's been that voice that we needed this year, man. You know, he's been very consistent as far as this performance from, you know, last year and this year, man, coming over from L.A., man. Like I said, he is really developing to a complete player, man. Mm-hmm. So I'm a, I'm, I'm a big fan of Cruz, man. I really am. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Uh, if you see any man, um, going. Oh, what we says Gaff was a beast tonight. Uh, one hundred and ten percent. He was one hundred and ten percent. Um, Michael Corbin says even though Kuz had a thirty point night, but continues to shoot poorly from the field. I like he's. I like he's really good when he attacks the paint. But hats off to Gaff tonight. Yeah, when he attacks the paint, that's when he's at his best. Uh, he did hit four threes tonight. You know, so he hit some tough shots. Um, he, he had a couple heat check shots, but he was hot. I mean, when you start off 10 with 10 straight points, 10 to zero, you got the hot hand and there were some shots where he just had to take them. Like I said, they took bill out of the game. So we needed him to be aggressive tonight. We needed that from him. Um, uh, but hats off to Gaff. Yeah. Gaff played it, played a, he played a heck of a game tonight. So I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed with, with Gaffer. His contract kicks in next year too. So like you said, Brandon, with the money situation, the contract situation, yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting uh, contract situation that Tommy Shepard and Telly Johnson are, are going to have to figure out next season. But I, I'll say this, man: we're in a better position than we have been in years past, man. Mm. I mean, y'all, y'all forget. Isak Bonga used to be our starting small forward. <laughs> Jan <man>. Mahimi, <laughs> Martel Webster's. The, I'm just saying, man. We've had our fair share, man. So I think we're, you know, we're definitely in a better position than we have been years past, man. Especially after you know John Wall being traded, and you know, so. No, I mean they're they're fun to watch and they, they are a, a nice core. It's just money wise, man. You know, is this front office willing to? I mean, is Ted willing to go into luxury? Because he's going to have to, man. You know, if he really wants to make a run with this thing, he's going to have to go into luxury because these three guys plus Gaff is going to be hard. It's going to be hard to really, and especially needing a starting point guard and maybe another wing, man. It's it's going to be hard. So it's going to be. I don't. I don't envy his job in the general manager's office, man, because he's got some hard decisions ahead of him. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting, man. Um, William Lee said Kisford had a hundred threes in two seasons with the Wizards, man. That is a record, I believe, franchise record. Yeah, hey, shout out to Kisford, man. You know what he can do? He can shoot that rock. So I'm just saying, hey, definitely congrats to Kisford, man. Right, um, Armand. See, this is the thing, and and this is what I think it was William Lee who said it about the haters. Um, this is how a lot of people feel about Kuz. Armand says Kuz is complete fool's gold, man. Jack and shots unofficially is an easy way to have a nice basic, nice basic stats, but I'm afraid Tom is going to give him over $20 million a year. It, a lot of teams are going to give him over $20 million a year. A lot of teams are. Uh, a lot of teams are going to be asking, look at, look at the trade deadline, the teams that wanted him. The Suns wanted him. There are a lot of playoffs. The Mavericks wanted him. 
all the teams that I'm naming are, are playoff teams and they have the playoff aspirations. So a lot of teams were asked for Kuz. The Lakers wanted him as well. They're, they're you know, they're, they're right outside of the playoffs, uh, out of the play-in, but every team that wanted him, they're looking to be in the postseason. So Kuz is going to be a one guy in this all season for sure. So I, I don't think I would call a fool's goal. Now, what fool's goal was when, you know, Davies Bertans, when they could have traded him. So that's why I think a lot of Wizards fans had PTSD because, you know, they could have got a first-round pick for Bertans. You probably, you, you probably got to got multiple first-round picks for Kyle Kuzma. Um, but I, I don't think it's fair to say fool's goal. When you have 28 against the uh, – you have 30 against the Raptors, 28 against the Hawks, 33 against Portland. Uh, just look at some numbers right here. He had 40 against the Knicks, 40 against the Knicks, 27 against the Knicks as well, 30 against the Mavericks, uh, 25 against Orlando. I can just go on and on about the big games that Kuz has had in winning in winning efforts as well. And he had a triple-double, 10, 11, and 13 against the Milwaukee Bucks in a win. So I, don't, I just that's just not fair to say fools. I disagree when people uh, say that. So Kuz really does have a lot of naysayers and, and, and people that just don't like his game. They really don't. No, I'm with you, man. I don't think it's fool's gold. I, I like his game. You know, he's an aggressive scorer. So you're going to see a high volume. But I think the question as a fan base for everybody is this, man. You know, how patient are you? Because, yes, I was known, in a, you know, to be a guy who's pro-rebuild. But, look, rebuilds take a while. You know, and if we're already <laughs> getting on this roster, man, you know, how many of you guys are willing to sit three to five seasons, or if not more, for a team to really be rebuilt? I mean, right now you have a core, and I and I get it. You know, I was I, I I'm pro rebuild, but like I said, you got to roll with the tide, man. And this franchise has a direction, and they're not going to listen to me, <laughs> so they're going to do what they want. So mm-hmm. you got you to roll with the core, man. And and look, like I said, this is a a good core. This is the probably the most fun core we've had in a while, man. So they're fun to watch, and right now their chemistry shows. They're playing. They play well together. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Um... Also, uh, so David says, start Delon over Monte. Please, I like Monte, but Delon's better. Uh, so the Wizards, in, in other news as well, they did waive uh, Vernon Carey, the big man out of Duke. They uh, they waived him. He played in the Go-Go as well. They waived him. They did sign Jay Huff to a two-way contract. He played for the Virginia uh, Cavaliers. Um, he's seven feet tall. He was on the Summer League team two years ago as well, and then he played for the L.A. Defenders G League team. So they just brought him in. Um, and the Wizards also just signed somebody else to a 10-day contract. Um, just got the notification. Uh, Jean-Marie Bouye to a 10-day contract. I got to look him up and research him. Uh, I do remember the name. Uh, I do think that they, they could possibly bring Chris Dunn back when his 10-day contract ends. But I think they have a roster spot that's open, too. So we'll see if they fill it out or not. But um, another, another huge win tonight. Is there any other comments that uh, stand out to you? Ah no, sir. A lot of them, a lot of like, man. I think you know we're excited. It's a big win. Let's uh, let's try to get this dub on Saturday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So thank you guys for locked for listening and making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now make sure you guys check out the Game the Game podcast every morning, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game the Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that lock, only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game the Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hell to the Wizards! Wizards get a dub tonight. Hell to the Wizards. <laughs> Peace. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 
96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.